The poetry of the East, particularly that of the Mohammedan nations, differs materially from that of the West, and when taken up by the uninitiated, would often appear to be the mere effusions of wild and voluptuous bacchanals, or worthy of Anacreon himself. These remarks, however, pertain more to Persian than to Afghan poetry, which contains less of the often bombastic style of the former, and approaches nearer to the simplicity of the poetry of the ancient Arabs. A general subject with the Afghan, as well as other Asiatic poets, is that of love, not human, but divine, and a contempt for the people and vanities of the world, whilst other Afghan poets, such as Kushal Khan, write on any subject that may have been uppermost in their minds at the time, after the manner of Western poets. The general reader, who would understand many of the poems contained in the following pages, must know that most of the Asiatic poets profess the mystical doctrines of the Sufis, the tenets of which it will be necessary to explain to him. Although Oriental scholars may be supposed to be sufficiently familiar with the subject. The Mohammedan writers state that these enthusiasts are coexistent with their religion, and probably their rapturous zeal may have greatly contributed to the first establishment of Islamism, but they have since been considered its greatest enemies, and it is avouched that their doctrines have, for a long time, been even undermining Mohammedanism itself. Hence, the most rigorous proceedings have, from time to time, been put in practice to repress their increase, but these, as usual in such cases, have had a contrary effect, and Sufism is said to be still on the increase. There is no doubt but that the free opinions of the sect on the dogmas of the Mohammedan religion, their contempt for its forms, and their claim to communion with, or rather absorption into, the Creator, are all more or less calculated to subvert that faith, of whose outward forms the Sufis profess their veneration. The tenets of the Sufi doctrine appear to have been most widely diffused over Persia, and indeed, the great reputation acquired by one of the priests of the sect enabled his descendants for above two centuries, under the name of the Safawian dynasty, to occupy the throne of that country. The general name by which this sect of enthusiasts is known is Sufi, implying pure, a term probably derived from the Arabic word Safa, signifying purity. And by this name all are known, from the venerated teacher or spiritual guide, followed by crowds of disciples, to the humble Kalandar, Darwesh, or Faker, who wanders about almost naked, or only clothed in his kirka, or cloak of rags, subsisting upon scanty alms to support this voluntarily adopted life of prayer and religious abstraction.' 